Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Welcome to the Think Unbroken podcast. I'm your host, Michael Unbroken, and this podcast is about helping trauma survivors let go of the past, overcome their fear, discover their identity, become the hero of their own story, and ultimately to be unbroken. Our goal in company is to bring on guests and experts in the fields of mental, physical, and psychological health to help you overcome the past, to take back your power. And in this podcast, we are unedited and unfiltered, and we're going to give it to you real so that you can start to create massive change in your life. If you're curious about learning more outside the podcast, you can get a free copy of my book, Think Unbroken, at book.thinkunbroken.com. That's book.thinkunbroken.com, where you can get a copy of my number one bestselling book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. The most important thing that you can ever do, my friends, is show up for yourself, and that's where you are today. And I appreciate you. I have massive gratitude for you. And without further ado, let's get into the show. 
Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're having an amazing day wherever you are in the world. Super excited to be joined with you today with my guest, Gunther Mueller, who is an optimal health strategist. Gunther has spent the better part of the last decade working with over 300 medical professionals, and we are going to dive in to what it really means to take control of your life. Gunther, my friend, how are you today? Hey, Michael, I am doing amazing. So happy to be here on the show with you and be able to share, you know, what it is I have to share with your audience. Yeah, I'm very excited. For for those who don't know you and might be a little confused about what optimal health means, uh, tell us a little bit about your story, your journey, and how you got to here today. So, you know, I grew up pretty middle class in New York City. I grew up in Queens, uh, loved skiing, went out to Boulder, Colorado to go to school and spent about 30 years in Colorado always had an entrepreneurial drive in me and uh, bought and sold many businesses over the last 30 years, created a lot of things. Uh, the path is also laced with uh, awesome failures as well. So I really believe you learn a lot through your failures today and spent the last 10 years in the medical space with hormone optimization, nutritional optimization. Just And what I mean by optimal is, look, we don't want to be normal. We want to be optimal. And a lot of the allopathic medical model that's out there, I think, is not working well for many people. So I've spent, uh, like I said, a decade really helping to optimize people's health. And now most recently, the mind and the mindset is so important. So I've always been a truth seeker, always been uh, willing to go and try something, do something, even if I was going to fail. And I have failed. But uh, one of my favorite motivational speakers is Les Brown. He said, if you're going to fall down, fall on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. And yeah, uh, I love that. And that's so true, right? And and I think so often people look at this idea of failure as, well, now I'm broken. And I'm always thinking like, you're not, that's so much about think unbroken, right? I'm like, you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. Talk to me about what that means to you, because I know that's a really important role in your life as well. Yeah, we definitely come from the perspective that the personal development movement has been broken, only in the sense that not, not that there's not benefit there and not that people don't experience great things through it, but it's always an idea of going back to fix a problem. You know, there's something about me that's not right, and that's what's holding me back from having what I want. And I'm here to tell you that you are not broken and there's nothing to fix. And we have to move from the problem solving reality that we have been trained all of our life to be in by our school, by our family, by everyone that's around us. And we have to step out of that problem solving reality and move into the creator stance. And what I mean by the creator stance is that your power in life is the power of choice. And from this present moment, wherever you find yourself right now, you have the power to choose, to choose what you would love to experience, to choose what you would love to have, to choose what you would love to create. And that is the point of power. And we have to remember who we are. We have forgotten who we truly are. Um, and it's a process of awakening to who we truly are and understanding that our power in this moment is in the power of choice. And that's why we are not broken because let's call it this way, our chooser still works, um, but we have been trained to choose either by the process of elimination, by consensus, by default. We were not taught to choose what we love and that's a big deal. So if we can start from that place, uh, there's a whole new 
future, let's say, that could be in front of us. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, when I reflect on my own journey and the journey of many of the people who I've spoken with on this show and in my lifetime, the differentiating factor between people finding success in their life and not seems to be this power of choice. And as I look at my life and, and the background of these moments in which I made major life affirming or life changing choices and decisions, a lot of it was informed by just trying to follow my gut. And then as I got deeper into the work and trying to figure out like, okay, there's got to be a way to follow the map of those in front of me who have already done it. The thing that I started to run into, which became this really fascinating argument that I had with myself about personal development, was I would look at some of these people and I'd be like, this is odd. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. How do you step into personal development when it feels like it's, it's, I, I hate to say the word broken, right? But, but what are your thoughts about personal development and this idea that it might be broken and instead we need to be focused on fixing it? So the, the true thing is that what you focus on grows, okay? And if we're focused on fixing a problem, meaning we want something different in our life and how are we going to get it, we typically go into, and this is goal setting the way it is today, you know, put something up there, show the five things that you got to do, put dates next to everything. And what happens when the thing doesn't happen by the time the date passes by, we get depressed, we get anxious, we start thinking that we're not good enough. Let me give you some of the self-sabotaging identities that are in the subconscious program. It is things, the thoughts like, I am not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not capable, I'm insignificant, I'm not perfect, I don't belong. These underlying thoughts in our subconscious program have been put in place to survive. So when we first started in life, we had to figure out what it's like here. I mean, you, you came out of the womb, which was like a five-star Ritz-Carlton experience where all your needs were met, and you get popped out into the world. And from that moment on, you have to figure out what it's like here. What do I have to do to find a safe place to sleep? What do I have to do to get food? What do I have to do to get love and attention? What do I have to do to get the things that I want? And so right from the beginning, we start making choices about what it's like here. The problem is when we get into adulthood, that programming or those choices that we made in order to survive, in order to get by, in order to get through this thing we call life, those choices no longer serve us today but they're in that subconscious programming running basically unbeknownst to us. And so the personal development movement is very much about going back there, uncovering those things, you know, what mom and dad did to me or what relatives did to me or what schooling or friends or broken agreements or trauma or abuse or all different kinds of things that have happened to me and going back and trying to figure that out. That's the long road to getting where you want to be. What I'm going to suggest is that we don't have to fix any of that. You're not broken. You come here, and this is the evolution in the personal development uh, movement as well. I'm, I'm here to share with you what I consider is a revolution in the personal development space that will get us what we want, get us what are the results we desire much sooner. And it's levering, leveraging the quantum physical reality. I mean, 50 years of science now that we're basing the five-step magnetic mind method on that we have now a practical five steps to get the results that we want. And truly what we're doing is shifting the identity because when the identity shifts, 
the current reality and the current experience will shift along with it. And that might sound a little woo-woo to a lot of people, but that is the quantum physical reality we live in. We're basically living in a holographic movie. Even Einstein said, there's only two things in the universe. There's information and there's energy. The information is our intention and our thoughts, and the energy is our emotion. And we put those two things together. We basically manifest the current experience, the current reality. So whatever we are seeing in our life right now, circumstances, conditions, people, opportunities, we are actually creating that in real time for ourselves. And that's kind of a deep thought that needs to bake a little bit, that we are responsible for that which we have experienced. And that's distasteful on many levels to many people. Um, but in the quantum physical reality, the bigger, the 100,000 foot level, when you're looking at life as an observer, that is a reality that we need to contemplate. And and I'm, I'm actually very fascinated by this because, you know, I think about the idea that we're on planet Earth in this spinning ball that happens to be perfectly capable of sustaining life in an infinite universe in which we have no idea the actual expanse of it. And so to believe that anything would be improbable, I think, is dismissive. And I know that people hear that and they go, that well, that's woo-woo, that's crazy. But I'm like, well, explain to me how the sun actually rises every morning. Explain why we orbit. Explain gravity. Explain the fact that we can even be in conversation right now. And to limit the idea that you have the potential to do anything always feels like you're kind of missing the point of life to me. Now, I will say this as a preface to that. I spent the majority of my life not understanding this, living within the construct that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't strong enough, I wasn't capable enough, because that was the programming embedded in me. That's what I felt like the world was always putting in me. Um, and part of it, like, and this is crazy, is like I manifested it, not necessarily abuse or trauma, things like that. I, I think that's a different conversation. But in my 20s, especially, I go and look at the chaos of my life. And I thought to myself, especially now in hindsight, I obviously played a role in that. But coming to that recognition and more importantly, acknowledging it, I believe is the only way that you actually create sustainable change. And within creating that sustainable change, one of the things I'm always thinking about is how do you create the reality that you want? And I believe, and I would love to love, I would love to know your thoughts on this. What are your thoughts that you have the ability to create the reality that you want by focusing on it? Yeah, so everything you focus on grows. So if we focus on the problem that we're trying to solve by like step one, step two, I got to do this before I can have that. And I need this and I need that in order to get what I want. You are still focused on the problem. And if you're focused on the problem, the problem will continue to expand. The problem will continue to have energy. So a strategy like what if in this field of infinite possibilities and in a universe in which we know we, we exist in a field of infinite possibilities, what if for a moment we don't have to solve the problem? What if we can take the creator stance and choose that which we would love to experience? And by focusing purely on what we want, focusing on what we would love to experience and all of its granular detail 
And this is getting into the emotion of the end result, the true choice of the end result. It's what would we love our life to be like. And unfortunately, most of us don't spend enough time in that imaginative space. And I have to tell you that the mind does not know the difference between imagination and reality. So it's not a waste of time to imagine what you would love to experience. Because when you do that, you are now focusing on that potential possibility that exists within the field of infinite possibilities and almost like a tractor beam on the starship enterprise you are you are drawing that one possibility into your present moment and as soon as it comes through your present moment it becomes part of your past and as you mentioned earlier hindsight is 2020 when you look back on your life you can see that you made certain decisions and certain choices that led you into certain events and certain circumstances. And, you know, we can slap a label on something like that as, oh, I goofed up or I screwed up or I should have done better. I should have, would have, could have done this and life would have been better. Here's the reality. Like Michael, in your life, the choices and decisions that you made have brought you to where you are today to help thousands, tens of thousands, if not millions of people actually contemplate these ideas of being unbroken, right? Had you not gone through what you've been through, you would not be in this position that you're in now and be qualified to even have this conversation, right? So when we look at our life, we have to stop labeling it as bad. And I'm here to tell you that the future is never going to be better than the present. It's just going to be different. And when we focus on what we'd love, it's not that our life is going to get better. Our life is just going to be different. And when we hold that in the mind, it makes the present moment or the present current reality, it just makes it what is. It just makes it okay. And from this point, I can choose what I love. I I am such a proponent of this. I was having a, a conversation with a friend recently and they said, well, tomorrow I'm always trying to do something that makes my life better. But I'm always thinking to myself very much in alignment with what you just said. I'm just trying to make my life different because what's the measure? Like, how does one really determine better? Did less people die? Did more people get born? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I'm just always thinking about momentum and the continuation of moving towards what it is that I want to accomplish in my life. And so I think when you measure better, and this is just my interpretation of it, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, when I'm thinking about the idea that I am measuring my day today versus my day tomorrow as better, it feels like there's such more space to set myself up for failure. Right. And because of that, I change the way that I think about it because I don't want to automatically pigeonhole myself into this idea that if I had a bad day, somehow I had a failure within the context of that day. One of the things I'm curious about that you mentioned is bringing things in like the tractor beam on the Star Trek Enterprise. What is the difference between just simply manifestation and actually putting in the work to make that come to fruition? That's a great question, Michael, because a lot of times we look at personal development as this work thing, this thing I have to do. What if for a second you look at it as though you are being that which you would love to experience? You start acting as if you start becoming that 
future version of yourself, that thing you're trying to draw into? And what if for a moment it doesn't feel like work? What if for a moment when you take the creator stance, and I want to share real quick what, what some of the, we have a core four of creative stances, and it sounds like this. I just choose to live my true nature and purpose. Let that rest for a second on your mind. I, I choose to live my true nature and purpose. You know, who I am, who I was born to be, who I'm here to be. I just choose to live that. What about I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life? And notice I didn't say the only creative force in your life. I said I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life, meaning choosing that which I want to create, what I'd love to create. What about simply I choose to live the life that I love and acting in alignment with what that is? But see, if we don't know what a life we love looks like, how are we going to choose it? So in choosing a life that you love, you actually have to start visualizing the details. You have to start dreaming about the details. You have to start seeing it in full color in its granular detail. And then, you know, a lot of people have health challenges in life, whether it's cancer or heart disease or obesity or diabetes. It's just a myriad of health issues going on in the world. Um, what if you chose, as the predominant creative force in your life, I choose to just be healthy and vital. I choose to be infinitely healthy and vital. And that is my focus. And I'm drawing that reality into my present moment. Instead of trying to solve the problem of ill health, we back out of the problem solving and we, stay, we take the creator stance and we choose it. We draw that possibility, that reality into our active experience. Now, there's a practical technique on how to do that and how to do it successfully. Whereas in the, in the personal development movement up to this point, we've been trying to, let's call it, attack the subconscious programming or rewrite the subconscious programming from the conscious mind. And that's things like positive mental attitude, affirmations, the law of attraction, the secret, and things like that, where we're consciously trying to use willpower, motivation, discipline, self-discipline to think a certain way. And what I'd like to show you is that we can go to the superconscious level and we can download, let's call it an update to the subconscious program very quickly that rewrites that program so that the identity can shift when the identity shifts, the reality falls in alignment with it. And when you're in this process, one of the things, you know, because I, I read a book like The Secret or I read, you know, A New Earth. And I, I think very often about the ability that we have to create our reality. And, and I put it in this phrase, what you think becomes what you speak, what you speak become your action and your action become your reality. And I think the part that often is missing is that part where you actually have to put in the work. Like I can't like mental myself onto an island in Fiji right now. It doesn't work that way. But right. what you have the ability to do is to create that reality. Now, what I'm curious about is how much of this involves patience? Like what is the, on the practical side of creating the life that you want to have when there's always the consideration of timeline and people are like, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. How do you actually get what you want in this process? So it's one simple thought. Um, I'm going to suggest that you get comfortable with the phrase as soon as possible. 
And that is a powerful phrase because in our traditional goal setting method, we have been taught to put dates on things and things have to happen by a certain date. And we certainly live in a microwave generation or a microwave culture today where we want instantaneous results. If you look at the world, everything that has ever been created, everything that has been created has been created twice, once in the imagination and once in the three-dimensional physical world, okay? Take Steve Jobs standing on a stage many, many years ago, holding a thing in his hand saying 1,000 songs in your pocket. And those were the days of the uh, Walkman and the Discman and you carrying around cassette tapes and CDs and things like that. And he had a vision of 1,000 songs in your pocket. Started in the imagination, assembled an entire team of people. How long did it take to develop the iPod? We'll be right back, but I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about the Think Unbroken six-week trauma healing coaching program. If you go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com, you can sign up for the six-week daily Think Unbroken Trauma Healing Coaching Program. In this program, we're going to go over the six principles of healing trauma, adaptation, understanding the impacts of trauma, how to become the hero of your own story, what to do next, and ultimately what it means to be unbroken. For more information about this six-week coaching program, which you can download as an app on your phone and take with you everywhere, no matter where you are in the world, it's interactive. It's built about giving you practical tools that you can use in real time. And if you're ready for what's next in your life, go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Again, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Now let's get back to the show. How fast did he develop the iPod? It was as soon as possible. He put all his energy and all his focus on that vision, on what he wanted, assembled a team of people to put it together. He didn't know how long it was going to take. He had goals and he had, you know, reasonable time sets, but the idea of as soon as possible allows you to be persistent, allows you to continue to move in the direction of that which you love, and the result is going to show up as soon as possible. If you waver and you lose that commitment, and this is, call it the work of personal development, it is choosing a direction and continuing to move in that direction no matter how long it takes. If that is your true choice and that's what you would love to experience and you're clear on that, another phrase here, clarity is power. Clarity, knowing what you want and not being taken off whatever road you're on by friends or relatives or social media or this outside influence. Michael, I'm here to tell you that we need some quiet time. We need to listen to that voice that's inside of ourselves. And we need to spend enough time with it to actually hear what it's telling us, because that is our super conscious self speaking to our conscious being. And I could not agree with you more. I, I love this idea of as soon as possible. You know, I, I have found in my own journey, like great example, my life mission is to end generational trauma. I recognize that on a long enough timeline, that's plausible. However, in my lifetime, very unlikely. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to move forward every day because I've been I've become so incredibly clear about the objective, right? And I could die today, but at least I planted some seeds, right? At least I did some things to try to lead down that path. But 
often, and this is what I'm really curious about, you know, as we step into trying to create the reality that we want, we fight ourselves. Yes. We fight ourselves we, and we let other people interject what they believe is or is not capable. One of my secret powers is that I don't care what people think about me, not in the sense that I don't value the people I love and cherish. And they're like, hey, Michael, you're being an asshole. You got to chill out. But the random people on the street, the naysayers, the people who don't want to see me succeed, I go, great, that's your opinion. What does that have to do with me? But that didn't always used to be the case. And I would battle it. And it felt like instead of walking down this path of least resistance, I was walking up this hill carrying an anvil. And every single time I'd make it up a step, I'd roll back down. How do you like to how do you start this process of like actually stepping into not fighting yourself in this journey? So what you're talking about is that small voice, which is the egoic mind, which wants to maintain the status quo, right? So the identity that has been created over the life stream to this point has been created and it wants to maintain the status quo. So when you start going off on some tangent or you're going to say, I'm going to create this massive thing, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. That small voice comes up inside the head and says, look, Michael, who do you think you are to go do that? Don't you know that you're from your previous experience that's been dangerous to do that or people haven't approved of what you've chosen to do and it's like walking uphill with an anvil under your arm, right? Um, what we need to do, the tactic, is to just take that 40,000 foot observer level and to be grateful for that voice, appreciate the voice, thank the voice and say, okay, I appreciate the fact that you're trying to keep me safe and free from pain and maybe just keep me not in a state of pleasure, but in a state of mediocrity or maybe satisfaction or maintaining the status quo. But as the main personality that you are, knowing that you have the power of choice, you're going to just invite that little voice to come along for this ride. You know, appreciate who you are. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. I hear you, I observe you, I see you, you're present, but we're going this way anyway. And that's the choice that no matter what voice that's negative or coming at you or trying to tear you down, it's like the crabs in the bucket. If you've ever seen crabs in a bucket and one tries to get out of the bucket, the other crabs kind of hold them down. And that's even though there's people around us that we love and cherish and, you know, they don't know necessarily what you know. They don't understand your dream. They don't understand what you're going after. They don't understand that you just want something different. And you're willing to do whatever it takes to get that different experience. Again, not better, just different. And why would you quit on that journey? Look, the journey of a thousand steps begins with the first step. And it begins with action. This is where the law of attraction and the secret kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Because many people walked away from those programs thinking they could sit on their couch in their living room and manifest a Ferrari in their garage. And that's just not the way manifestation works. That's not the way the universe works. You have to be in action. You have to be in momentum. You have to be moving in the direction of your true choice. And it starts with small steps. It starts with small adjustments, but it is in alignment. Your action needs to come into alignment with that which you want to be. And we need to be it before we see it. And even if we're only being it in our imagination, again, the mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. So we get to be abundant in our imagination. We get to be loving and intimate and whatever it is we desire to be in our imagination first. And the more we're it here, 
and we take aligned action to move into that direction, the more the holographic movie of our reality will manifest the people, the circumstances, the conditions, the opportunities that will reflect that new alignment of identity. I, I love that. And, and it's very poetic, too, if you think about it, because life and I, I battle myself on this sometimes. I look at my life and I go, man, this is like a movie. People will hear my story and go, that's unbelievable. And I go, well, it happened, so it can't be unbelievable. And in that, like looking at these points in these pillars of time in which I created this massive change, so much of it involved action. And you hear that terminology, fake it till you make it. I abundantly disagree with that. I think you have to make it until you make it, until you get to this point in life in which your actions thus then become your reality. And within that, what starts to happen is you realize your goals. But there's a, a part of you, and I want to go a little bit deeper here, where your identity doesn't want to change, and it wants to create and resist your goals. And I loved what you said about pushing through that, but I really want to deep dive into that. What does that really mean to like get your identity out of your own way? So that's the fourth step of the magnetic mind method. And we call it a, a mental magnetic mind method recode. So it's a recoding. I want you to think about Windows 10, right? Windows 10 or iOS runs your computer, your iPad, your laptop. We have no idea how these devices work. There's an operating system. We push the power button, they come on. We hopefully do some productive work with these devices. Every once in a while, they push an update down to that device. You install the update, you restart the machine, and now the machine is gonna work in a different way. Our subconscious program is the same way. We need to do an update. And what I'm suggesting in the magnetic mind method is that we come from the super conscious side. And we have to create, step two is a structural tension between what we want and the way it is now, what we'd love and the way it is now. And it's not judgmental. It's just, this is what I'd love to have. This is the way it is now because the mind likes to resolve tension. So we create a structural tension in the mind between our true choice and the way it is now. We get into the emotion of the end result, that's step three, meaning what does it feel like to have what you would love to have? And I, I didn't say, what, what are you gonna be doing? I asked what it felt like. This is the emotional end result. What, what does it feel like to be that person, that person that's taking that action, that person that's doing those things? like. Some people say, well, I want to drive a Ferrari. I'd be driving a Ferrari if I had all the money in the world. Well, I don't care about the Ferrari. I want to know what it feels like to drive the Ferrari, right? So getting into that state. And then step four is we're asking super conscious, do you see what we want? Again, this is that highest version of yourself that has been with you all of your life, that is connected into the infinite field of possibilities, knows all things, has all wisdom. You don't have to inform it of anything that's ever happened to you because it was there when it was happening. It knows everything. This highest version of yourself that I'm going to refer to as superconscious. We ask superconscious, do you see what I want? And then do you see the resistance that's in the way? The resistance is going to be the identity, that aspect of your personality, the aspect of your identity that you're either conscious or unconscious to, that is in the way of you having what you want. We ask superconscious to do a recode, to do a massive change history in the perfect way, in the perfect order, to just recode those decisions that have been made in the past that control the current reality today. And when we do that, 
the identity shifts. So from not being good enough, moving towards being good enough, from not being worthy to being worthy, from not being capable to being capable, insignificant to significant, perfect, you know, not perfect enough to being perfect enough, from not belonging to belonging, any resistance. And we go through the family history. We go, you know, the science tells us that family history can be passed down up to seven generations through the DNA and it can affect our current reality. So again, this seems... um, super psychic and woo woo and out there. I just need you to park your skeptic mind for a moment and just say, could this be possible? I can give you all the resources of the science that have been done. You can explore that to your heart's content. But for the purpose of this conversation right now, just think for a second that it would be possible. And super, your super conscious with the help of a coach, with the help of some guidance, can recode that subconscious where you actually feel the shift and it feels like just being lighter, less resistance to the true choice. And then the fifth step after you do a recode is to think, what is the next obvious action I need to take now? And it could be small. It could be something very, very small, but it's an obvious action that's in alignment with the true choice, with the true end result, that thing that you say that you want And when we take that obvious action, we are sending that signal back to superconscious saying that you're serious about what you want. You cannot continue to send conflicting messages to superconscious. One day you want this, the next day you want that, the next day your friend says this would be better, and it's a conflicting, confusing signal. That's when you manifest chaos. That's when you manifest a bunch of things that, where did this come from? How did that happen? Or why don't I still have what I want? It's because it's missing the clarity and the obvious action to that alignment of your true choice. How much of this would you call following your gut? So the gut is what gives you the desire. Your true choice comes from your gut. When you quiet down and you filter out the noise of the world and you can get into your own being for a moment and this is probably the toughest part for most people, um, that, you know, there's a gut-brain connection. It's the vagus nerve that actually connects the gut to the brain. It's physical. And so when you have a gut feeling, it is real. Um, A lot of times we don't pay attention to that gut feeling, or some people call it a sixth sense, right? We have all had these experiences from time to time, but we ignore them. We don't take them seriously, and we should. Because this is that super conscious highest version of yourself trying to communicate with you, trying to give you information that you need, let's say, to make better decisions and better choices. So the gut feeling is definitely something to pay attention to. It is the source of how we would choose a true choice, how we determine what we would truly love, what direction would we really love to go in that is true for us for your individual being, not in agreement with everyone else and everything. You know, it's not a not caring what other people have to say. It's a caring about what your being has to say more. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're, you're spot on. It is about whose voice is going to be louder. And, and in that, I loved what you talked about, especially early on about, you know, you have to make that voice louder. You to me, I think about a lot of the really incredible experiences that I've had in my life. By all scope of imagination, I should be dead or in jail. 
statistically alone, because of my zip code, I should not be here talking right now. And, and I will argue probably my number one character trait is that I'm incredibly stubborn. And at one point that did not serve me and became a hindrance. And then I became able to leverage it. And it actually has propelled me to where I am today and will hopefully continue to propel me to where I believe that I'm capable of going. And I do attach this idea of the feeling of those moments. And here's what's fascinating to me. When I've had those experiences, when I've had the follow through of what that moment was and it's come to fruition, it starts always with writing it down. It starts with this journal. It starts with reverse engineering it down to that first step and then putting myself in that situation. Perfect example. Whenever I get on stage, whenever I compete, whenever I do a podcast, I've already thought through all possible scenarios in it. And thus, when it comes to pass, and this is going to sound crazy, I'm not surprised. Right. Like people will go, isn't it crazy you won that thing? I go, no, because I already knew I was going to. And that's not because of what people might label as cockiness, but instead it's, I have, mm, I hate to say this, but I don't have another way to phrase it. I foresaw it happening. I visualized yep. it. I put myself in that position and I had the emotional attachment to it. But here's an interesting question. What happens when that thing doesn't come to fruition? How do we manage that? How do we stay on course? How do we continue down the path of creating the life that we want to have? Is it just waiting for as soon as possible? But how do you navigate that when it's like these independent events along the timeline? I mean, if you take the very small example of winning a particular thing, let's say, right, and you visualized yourself winning. I mean, we're recording this right now in Olympic season, right? So think about the Olympic athletes, um, a new world record that needs to be broken or an Olympic record or just standing on the gold medal podium receiving that medal. Um, more than 50% of the training that these athletes go through is in the mind. Yeah, they, they spend the time in the pool and on the track and throwing their javelin and stuff like that or skiing or whatever it is. They do the physical thing to train the body. But more importantly, they're training the mind. And look, they have all experienced losing at some point. They've all experienced not being the winner. And that doesn't destroy them because they have a vision and they are being who they choose to be. They are being it in order to see it. So to be a gold medalist, to be the winner of that thing that you would just love to win, you do imagine yourself being in that position, doing that, feeling it. And you know, if it doesn't quite come to pass in reality, maybe you're the silver medal winner and you're not the gold medal winner. Do you quit? Do you feel like you're going to cry in your spilled milk or something like that? No. You just say, it wasn't this time. It'll be another time. There'll be a next time. But you're doing what you love to do. You're living a life that you love. You're engaged in the moment-to-moment -moment aspect of life that you're enjoying. And you can't just hook um, everything on one event, all right? Not everything is going to work out exactly perfectly the way you want. Maybe there's something you need to learn. Maybe there is something that you can do better through the experience of not winning than the experience of winning. I know that all the super successful people that I've been able to have conversation with, they, they all will say, you, you learn nothing through success. You learn everything through failure, right? And that is a perspective to hold because look, the human experience, our life is 
we are continually learning and to have that openness and that curiosity and look, everything that we do is just that. It's just an experience. Our emotions and our thoughts are not real. They are illusions that we create. They feel real as heck. We experience them as being real, but in reality, they're not real. They're an illusion. And we get to choose our emotion. We get to choose our thoughts, how we think about losing or not making the thing that we wanted to make. And it's in that moment that we choose to just go on and keep experiencing something new, something different. What's the next thing I choose? And not get hung up on the fact that it didn't happen exactly the way we want it. We have to allow super conscious in the universe to create the circumstances and the conditions and the opportunities for us to move further and further into that life that we love in all aspects. And it's not a demanding, it's not a, you know, kicking your feet in the ground and being, you know, disgruntled because it didn't show up exactly as you want. The question you ask yourself is, was I clear enough? Was I really crystal clear on what I wanted, right? And then making adjustments on your side to manifest that which you want next time, even better, not only seem better, even different than the different, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. That's such a great way to look at it. And I look at failure as a data point. What can I take from this? What can I understand? How can I apply this to my life in which not only necessarily I don't do that thing over again, but how I can without a better way to phrase this again, foresee the potential that I may make that happen, may make that same mistake, may have that same fault, like whatever that is. And just constantly it's the update to the operating system, right? I think that's, you know, without the failures in the programming, without the data points, there's nothing to update because then it works flawlessly. But as you know, and I know the human experience is not flawless. My friend, amazing conversation. Gunther, before I ask you my last question, can you please tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, best place to hook up with me is at dreamlifemasters.com with an S, dreamlifemasters.com. And uh, also I have another place that if anybody would love to experience one of these recodes or uh, get run through the five steps with a one-on-one -on -one session with me, you can go to questforthequan.com. It's Q-U-E-S-T-F-O-R-T-H-E-Q-U-A-N. Dot com. The word Quan comes from the movie Jerry Maguire. If you want to know where that comes from, Cuba Gooding Jr. was that character that want, he was seeking the Quan, right? And what was the Quan? The Quan was everything. It was the all-encompassing experience of respect, love, money, uh, the sport of football, the everything. He wanted it all, and he called it the Quan. And then when I saw that movie, I resonated with that word. I was like, you know, that's what I want, too. I want to create the everything, the, the most awesome experience that can be imagined. And you just choose it and you move in that direction. So for anybody that wants to experience the Magnetic Mind Recode, I, I usually do it for $397. It takes about an hour and a half for me to do that. I'll do it for podcast listeners for $109. Okay, so it's a greatly discounted thing and it's an amazing experience where you actually feel the identity move, you feel the shift. You can get lightened up where the resistance gets melted away from the true choice that you may have. So powerful, my friend. Uh, my last question for you is what does it mean to you to be unbroken? So to be unbroken is to 
contemplate the fact that you are in the right place at the right time in an extremely powerful position of choice. There's nothing to fix. You're unbroken. And, and the more that you can remember who you truly are, who you were created to be, and you exercise this power of choice and focus on what you would love to create in your life, that, that's what that means to me. You, you're in the power position. There's nothing wrong. You're not broken. There's nothing to fix. You're in that power position right now. You may not remember it, you may not know it, but it's time to remember it. Well said, my friend. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, review, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that on Broken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.